In the year 2026, archaeologists working in the Nevada desert discovered a portal to an ancient city on Mars. They call this portal the Ark. Twenty years later, we're still struggling to understand why it was built and what happened to the civilization that built it. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, this is Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode something. I don't have my script in front of me. Um... (laughs) Two hundred and thirteen. Two hundred and two hundred and twenty-four. Oh, I was close. Um, sorry, I kind of—I was actually kind of consumed in the music. I was just really enjoying that Danny Elfman there. Uh, episode two hundred and twenty-four, and tonight we're talking about Doom. I and I wish I had like a like a voice modulator in my mixer. Where I can kind like, of fun to have. Yeah, like drop my voice down. And Doom. I just or chipmunked it up. Oh yeah, yeah, the other way too. Yeah. Voice modulator. Yeah. <laughs> that would be oh, funny. I mean, it's like that's my, Marvin the Martian. That's your what? <laughs> Marvin the Martian. Marvin oh, Martin. Marvin the Martian. Yeah, there you go. That's a and that's pretty. Voice modulator. That's actually pretty applicable to today's episode. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew BFG Jimison. Bigfoot. Oh, sorry, I can't say that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I think you caught yourself in time. I think we're okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Sam, I hate nano walls vector. Nano walls. It's uh, the next step in uh, building evolution. Okay. Yeah. Just um, as long as you're not using like that technology uh, to build structural. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oops, the, the batteries weird. died. Yeah, oh, no. those. <laughs> I know, right? Walk through it and then wham. I know, that'd be just terrifying. Like that, I, I get why that guy was like, yeah, I don't do nano walls. Like, I get it. Especially when they trapped that one thing in it. Uh, it's like frozen in carbonite kind of deal. So, yeah, I get you there. <laughs> uh, it was almost like a Doctor Strange, like when they cut the portal off and it like severs your hand. Yeah. Um, but how, why did, well... My question is, why did it chop off the one monster, but then the one monster, it... No, it chopped off an arm, right? No, well, that, that was, was just that door. was just a door. That, That's yeah, right. just Never a, mind. You know, Never a sealed mind. door. I'm getting, my, I'm getting my Space Age doors mixed up. No, sure. Oh, I get that. Um, all right. So this is Doom, 2005's Doom. Um, I guess uh, I'm just going to jump right into it there. Uh, or I guess, Andrew, are you ready for me to throw it to you already or no? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> so, Donald Trump's Space Force is sent to investigate <laughs> strange events at a research facility on Mars 
<laughs> find themselves at the mercy of a genetically enhanced killing machine. Whoa. Is it a machine? Killing no, machines. It's well, basically dead people, right? Yeah, it's just reanimated dead people. It's like it's kind of zombies. But yeah. I don't remember the game being like that. No, the game was about they were demons. They were literally yeah, demons. Yeah, I, from, I remember yeah. some an eyeball demon, right? Yeah, they were they were demons from hell. So I was waiting to see some some demons, but it just never felt that way. Yeah, they were just uh, the zombies. The the, the kind of got all morphified and whatever. They needed like they needed like a crossover between Event Horizon and this movie to get like actual demons. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd watch that. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Actually, I'm um, before that. Um, so Doom, the movie based on the video game, the first one of the very first first person shooters for like what Windows 95? Oh, gosh, yeah, and Wolfenstein. Yeah, and I was totally into this video game, I totally played tons of Doom, mm-hmm. and uh, I totally got seasick uh, doing a lot of it. Nice, yeah, so, I, I saw mm-hmm. I read the trivia, a lot of people had issues with this game, um, growing up, which is weird. Something just exploded outside. I hope that's not a transformer. Pew. Bye, Sam. I'm still here. Apparently, the yeah. power is on and the internet is on. I'm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once again, we're recording through some weather issues. So hopefully, we'll all three of us will stay. On. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I didn't see this in theaters. I don't. Did either one of you guys see this in the theater? No. no. Um. I, I did watch it. Probably. At the blockbuster, I mean, those were still around in oh, 05. Yeah, probably rented it. Uh, unfairness, I probably rented it with Corny. Uh, this seems something like he and I would have watched together. Um, <laughs> and uh, I remember at the time thinking it was kind of actually, that's not true. Now that I remember, okay, I, th- I, I thought I had seen this all the way through, and then when I watched it this time, realized I'd seen actually very li- little of it, I had only seen maybe the first 10, 15 minutes of it, and then didn't see any more of it. So that's kind of how unrememberable the movie is. It's so boring. Is that well, I, not, not boring per se. It's just you've seen it all, you know, and you've seen it better elsewhere. It's very predictable. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, you talk about tropes. The, the army people in this marines army i guess they're the marines yeah, sorry we don't want to get oh, any, we don't want any listeners who are marines to get pissed oh, i do not want <laughs> any of those any any armed forces angry at me yeah. um thank you for all you do but um my god uh tropey tropey yeah. i mean um from crazy guy to rookie to um the, the... Ang- to religious guy mm-hmm. to um, like Veteran, veteran soldier. Yeah. yeah. You've got your um, mentally unstable guy. Well, I already told that guy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he kind of he kind of covers all the tropes of of just kind of weird, crazy a hole. Yeah, usually, those are the cool guys, like the guys you you, you kind of like. You know, the the mm. quippy, crazy people are the fun guys to watch. But this guy was just he was the Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. From aliens in this movie, it's game over, man. The only difference is, is that uh, this guy was just a douche and creepy. Yeah. And couple, I got a couple of clips from him, and he, he, he grosses me out. Like I literally look at him and think, is that like, is that slick back grease in his hair, or is he just sweaty, or is he just <laughs> like, I'm surprised those women didn't run away from him. 
<laughs> I, as they as they probably should have. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I just I did not appreciate the character, and um, I I think that was a wasted chance to have somebody kind of fun to to tag around with. To me, it felt like there wasn't a whole lot of fun. I think it needed um, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, maybe that's the crazy yeah. guy. Yeah, I mean, we hey, already we already had him do space madness and or space dementia or whatever the heck they called it in well, Armageddon. But. This movie needed him as Crazy Eyes from from Con Air. Con Air. Air Con. I like Air Con. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think you needed any more actual famous people in this movie. I think this one was, I mean, because at the time The Rock was, he he was doing his own movies. He was doing, you know, solo stand-up. I mean, he had done Walking Tall with um, Johnny Knoxville. Um, he had already done The Rundown at this point. Well, this was after The Rundown? Uh, oh, am I wrong? I, I could have swore he looked younger in this than he did in The Rundown. He does look younger than this. He looks really young. Um... Like, By the way, I I noticed in this one too. His, his you know everybody knows the Rock is this giant specimen, right? Yeah. It, to me, he looked a little smaller in this. Yeah, the rundown was and, 03. And I also noticed his shoulders. He's got stretch marks on his skin in this movie from his muscles. <laughs> what, what I'm going to say where he had giant muscles and then wasn't as bulky. Yeah. It's because he hasn't uh, rubbed in the cocoa butter. Uh, yeah, so yeah, Walking Tall was 04, the rundown was 03, and then he does wow. Doom in 05. Yep. And then he, he did uh, then he did a couple of kid movies, Gridiron. Well, he did Gridiron Gang, uh, and then he did The Game Plan and... And Baywatch. So that's a well, eventually thing. he would do Baywatch. He did. Um, <laughs> he did the Tooth Fairy. Oh dear Lord! And then he was in the other guys for like five minutes. Oh, um, he did that race to which mountain? Yeah, that was yeah. one of the very first ones he did. Yeah, uh, the race to which mountain? One of his very first kind of movie. I mean, he did the Mummy Returns as the Scorpion King, and then he did oh, the Scorpion King. I like the mullet in that one. The the CGI rock so, scorpion guy is so pretty bad. bad that one. It's so bad. So anyway, um, so basically, the rock is awesome. It's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, we all. I mean, oh, he's great. Um, even this, he was. You, you know, you knew he was. He was going to not be the anti-hero per se, but you could well, see it coming. Well, the weird thing is, what's what's weird about his character is this: he starts off as just a straight aced, straight laced uh, by the books. Sergeant gets his orders. We're going to follow the orders. And for the first hour of the movie, he's just Sarge. And then there's a moment when he starts to become a little aggressive. I just don't know if it's the right word, but like a little crazy. And then, I mean, he shoots the kid in the face, shot him in the face. Uh, really, I shot him in the neck, but that was pre infection like that was just the his character just turning full homicidal kind of thing i thought maybe that he was in the process of being 
turned. Mm-mm. He didn't, because then because he shoots the kid in the neck, and then the wheelchair guy says, I'm not getting killed by you crazy people, blah, blah, blah. And then the monster shows up, and then that's when they have a fight, and then that's when the rock gets sucked into the wall, whatever. Yeah. So so he hadn't been turned yet. He's just He's just kind of gone crazy. And Carl Urban has to be the voice of reason in this movie. And he is, um, he's first build. This is a Carl Urban movie, if you want to honestly look at it that way. Um, which is funny, Carl Urban's the same age as The Rock. They're the exact same age. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, like on the uh, DVD cover, it has The Rock in the middle. And then it says Carl Urban and The Rock. I mean, when you click on um, Carl Urban's IMDb page, known for Star Trek, okay, that makes sense, and then the the Two Towers and Lord of the Rings, makes sense, and then yeah. Doom. It's like, wait a minute. What about uh, uh, Dread? Dread. He would be way better as Dread, you know, or heck, even in Thor Ragnarok. Um, <laughs> but whatever. Um, and, uh, of course, the first time I really recognized him the first time I noticed him was in The Born Supremacy. He's one of the bad guys. And then I saw Chronicles of Riddick, which is the same year, 04, and he's in that. Um, and then I was like, oh, that wait movie. a minute. That's one of my guilty likes. I, I like Chronicles of Riddick, too. It's kind of fun yeah. and weird. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's the same guy from the, the Return of the King and the Two Towers. And then just a few years later, he would do Star Trek in 09, so... Uh, I like I like me some Carl Urban, especially in Dread. He needs to do more Dread, way more Dread. Um, is all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And I thought it was really. Um, I am the law. It's not big of him, but to 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 keep the mask on. Oh, for Dread, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I mean, mm. we did the Sylvester Stallone one for the show. Um, that was the one that Steve um, Everett uh, subbed in on. It was just him and yeah. Corny and myself, and. And I made the point of like Stallone's ego would not allow him to not wear the mask the whole movie. He almost doesn't wear the mask. Like I think he wears the mask for the first five minutes and then it's always off. Yeah. Whereas Carl Urban always wears the mask because the comic book character always wears the mask. And that's to me that gives him some cred. It does. To me too. So anyway, and that's a far superior movie to this movie. Uh, it also stars your Rosamund <laughs> Pike. You want to talk about that instead of this one. Yeah, I know. It's got your Rosamund Pike, uh, who uh, I find extremely attractive. Um, She's got a weird mouth. Well, so do you. Um, she was in a yeah. bo- She's in Bond. She was in Jack Reacher. She's in Gone Girl. Uh, she's a bunch of other stuff. Um, that I just don't know. Lee, Johnny English Reborn. That's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, she is. Almost no one in this movie, by the way, is American, which is funny. I think The Rock is like the only American dude. Everyone else is like Carl Urban's like from New Zealand or something. I can't remember. Is he really? I think so. I don't know. Let me see. He, yeah, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, and Rosamund, oh. I think, is she's British or something. Also, um, I don't know that. Yeah, she's from London. So anyway, um. But so you basically you got those three people and then a bunch of other people that you don't really know about. Um, the kid that played, or I said kid, the guy that played uh, Pinky, I know him from Band of Brothers. Yep. Um, which is weird because on his known for page, it's not Band of Brothers. I didn't even know he was in Kick Ass. 
Um, I only know him basically from Band of Brothers. So um, it's kind of funny. Uh, and then there's a bunch of, like you said, a bunch of other people that I just like Portman, Rich, Richard Blake. Oh, break. His name is break. Like, break. like he's going to break you. Oh my gosh. He's in Kingsman. He's the in, quote unquote, the interrogator. He's the guy that's, that gives them all roofies and then puts them on the train track. Oh yeah. Huh. I never didn't put, I didn't put that together at all until I saw it on his IMDb credit. And he plays really weird and creepy in that too. So good job for making a career out of being weird and creepy. <laughs> oh my Heck, gosh. it works in podcasts. <laughs> he, he's in a movie called, he's in a Rob Zombie movie called 31. Five carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hell-like compound where they are forced to participate in a violent game. And his character is named, um, where is it? His name is Doomhead. Doomhead? Yeah, that's actually kind of funny. He's still making movies. He's in uh, something called Squadron 42. It's a video game. He plays Wounded Miner. He's in (laughs) something called Three from Hell, Winslow Foxworth Coltrane. He's got three names. Look at him. He has that leathered look to him. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like a... uh, uh, What's his name? Can't even think right now. Western... John uh, Wayne, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, I don't know. He just he kind of he could be a Western star pretty easily. I think he kind of reminds me of um, I don't know his name, but you remember back to Die Hard? You had the two Agent Johnsons. Yeah, and that one Johnson that like because of his his face makes him look like he's like forty eight uh, or fifty. Because they makes the joke in the movies, because he's the two Agent Johnsons, right? There's that guy and then the black guy. And they keep making the joke. He calls on the phone. And he's like, this is Agent Johnson. No, the other one. I always wanted to know what the guy on the phone said. The black one? No, the other one. You know, like, what did they say? Anyway, <laughs> so then they're flying in the helicopter. He's like, just like Saigon. And he goes, I was in junior high, dickhead. And then the trivia is like, they're the same age, those two guys. It's just the one guy looks so much younger than the other guy. They can make the joke. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, our weird guy was also in Thor: The Dark World as really? just a lieutenant for the bad guy. Um, so he um, was in Batman Begins. Uh, Batman, Joe Chill. Oh my gosh, that's Joe Chill. He's the guy that freaking shot uh, his killed his parents. Yeah, he's the reason why we have Batman. That's right. Wow, look at this guy. He's just. Affecting all kinds of stuff. Well, good for him. Um, okay. Transport of the Seas. I'm, I'm still blown away that he's in uh, the um, Kingsman. Uh, I'd love to do that movie for the podcast if it ever streams because I just freaking love that movie so much. It would just be an hour and a half podcast of me saying, gosh, I love this movie. It's great. They're making a third. Really? Yeah. Saw that the other day. I didn't. Like the second one. Hopefully, it's better than the second one. Yeah, I don't think I saw the second one. It's not great. It's okay, yeah. but it's. I mean, there's a letdown. There's a lot of the same same stuff that you liked from the first one, but like, I think I think Matthew Vaughn went too far with the "I'm willing to kill people" mm. thing. I think he went too far, in my opinion. 
Country roads, West Virginia is all I gotta Take say. Take me home. That make that will make sense when you watch the movie. Okay. Um. Sorry, I, I clicked on. This is so weird. I've never seen this. So Ben Daniels, the guy who um was goat in this movie. Yep. I click on him, and under known for, he only has one movie. He's known for Rogue One. He was General Merrick. Whoever that is. Okay. But he's done more things than just this movie and the Star Wars movie. But apparently he's only known for the Star Wars movie. <laughs> he's been in a bunch of stuff, but he's all like one episode of everything you've ever seen. The one-off. Yeah. He was in that one episode of The, the Lost Language of Cranes. Whatever that is. Um, anyway. It's basically like, caca! 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 Oh, in the crown. Caca! Caca! In Tuki Tuki. The Exorcist TV show. He was Father Marcus Keene. Not the crown. Uh, house of Cards. That's no, he was in the crown. As an episode. He was in an episode of the crown. Anthony Armstrong yeah. Jones. I know him from House of Cards, though. Yeah. Oh, well, Okay. Uh, anyway, so enough about those guys. I do want to talk about the director for half a minute. Why? Andres. Well, we've seen movies. Well, okay. I've seen movies that I like of his, uh, as a director, he's done nine movies. He did his first film was Romeo must die, which was the second DVD, the Jet Li movie, which is the second DVD I ever purchased behind, uh, you know, second to, Gone in 60 seconds. I think we watched that in college. Yeah, we, we did because I was the only guy in college for the, for several years that had a DVD player. And yeah. So I was like, hey, it's either this or Gone in 60 seconds. And you're like, well, we've already seen that <laughs> one, so let's watch this Jet Li thing. And I liked it. It was a good movie. Had um that musical star who died, uh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah? Yeah. Or I think it was Aaliyah. Something like that. Yeah, she died. Then he did Exit Wounds. Which is also a very, it's got um, Run, not Run DMC. Oh, yeah, um, that one's good. What's his name? Um, it's also a rapper with more Jet Li kick flick kind of stuff. And then he does it's Cradle to the Grave. And then Cradle to the Grave, again, the exact same movie. Uh, DMX is his name. Jet Li and DMX. I have it on DVD. Um, That's the first rated R movie that, my, that had nudity that my parents let me watch without, like, shielding me. Huh. <laughs> so then he does. I was in I was in high school at this point. So then he does Doom, and then he does Street Fighter: The Legend of Chung Li, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then he took a decade off and did um, something called Alter Rock last year, which I don't know what that is. Wow, a thriller. Really took a off. A thriller inspired by the Boston Marathon bombing. Um, it's got a bunch of people. Uh, James Remar. Um, I mean, a bunch of people I've never heard of. They all have pictures on IMDb, but I've never heard of them. I wonder um, why he didn't work for over 10 years. Well, he, I think, well, from what I can see here is that he, he became, he's, he's actually known for mainly as a cinematographer. Hmm. So he did a bunch of, uh, he was a cinematographer for, uh, twins and, 
Falling Down, that um, movie where the guy goes crazy and shoots everybody. Um, species, Speed. Oh, um, species is more like, where can I show the best boob shot? Uh, Dante's Peak, The Devil's Advocate, U.S. Marshals. Peak the, is fun. Yeah, uh, Lethal Weapon That's 4, fun. 13 Days. Uh, and trespass, and then so basically, from he still took about six years off, though he just did the gray lady, um, last year, uh, which is a thing. So, anyway, my point is, is that he's got some skills as a director. I mean, those Romeo movies, those, those kick flicks, they're not great movies, they're dumb action movies with Jet Li just being awesome, Jet Li. <laughs> um, action kind of a thing happening. So my, my point is, is that, so, so why does this movie, cause I, I haven't really asked the question, but I, I feel fairly confident saying that I don't really think any of us really liked this movie. Right. I mean, I did not No, not one bit. Andrew, did it, did it, did it apply to your rule that if it kept your attention, it was a decent, uh, no, no? No. Yeah, I mean it. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so like the question is, is that why, right? You know, I mean, is it because, I mean, is it just another failed attempt to make a movie about a video game? I mean, why, why do these movies not translate well? Um, I don't know. Well, I don't know if at that point. I feel like this. If this movie were made today, I think it would be a much better sell than it were than than it was in two thousand five. You think so? I do, because more and more people are playing, especially online mobile games on their phone, first person shooter with mm-hmm. Fortnite and with uh, PUBG oh. and all these other. Do you think Fortnite's already being turned into a movie? Is it? I'm asking. I'm sure they're Check it out. <clears throat> uh, there was a Fortnite movie in 20... There's one in 2017. Uh, what? Oh, it's the game. It's, it's just the game. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. I'm, but I'm, I mean, that movie's been made a thousand times. There's a bunch of movies where you put a bunch of people on an island and then they have to, like... They all slowly die one time until there's just, like, one or two people left. I mean... Yeah, the the new King Kong movie is the same thing. You know, what I'm saying like so. Anyway, yeah, they just didn't call it Fortnite. So, so I see what you're saying. You're saying is you can market this movie because more people in 2018 are playing first person shooter games than we were back in 05. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the numbers. Yeah, are people same. can understand them. I think, but the problem is the story it's based on. I think it had promise. You know, I mean, for God's sake, one of our, I don't want to call it our favorite horror movies, but uh, Event Horizon Mm -hmm. goes, basically, you know, the ship went to hell and back, right? Mm -hmm. And we buy that. Why couldn't this basically be the same thing on Mars? Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, why, why, I guess the thing is that the movie asks a question at the beginning of the movie, and then... And it doesn't really tell you why. I no. guess we're supposed to figure out the question is, why did they build the Ark to Earth? And I guess we're supposed to uh, assume, because they 
they they they are so advanced on Mars that they created the ability to make themselves better, right? They basically it's like the Reavers from Serenity, right? Like the yeah. um, the difference is is that one you know part of the the population got really strong and smart and you know basically Captain America, and then the other part of the population turned into murderous zombie thingies. Um, yeah, and so I guess the idea is that the you know the the people of of Mars, the ones that couldn't escape to Earth to create new life on Earth, and but for whatever reason, if that's what we're assuming, then we came to Earth and had to completely start over. They didn't take any technology with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, did they start over completely? It just seems strange. If if the movie is making the assumption that not the assumption, if they're making the um, hypothesis that life came from Mars. And uh, they created a little build, you know, a little little Stargate to shoot us over to Earth. Okay, fine. Um, yeah, it just it's I don't know. And the it other, just... so if that's what the movie's telling me, then like like you know the fossils that they dug up of the of the what they assume is a mother protecting its infant, yeah. and he says you don't protect an infant from time, you protect it from something else, which was a good line that Carl Urban said. So if like if the beastie came and did that, then why did she die in that pose? Yeah, like, yeah. wouldn't she be and, torn to pieces or something? Unless they were like Pompeii and just like frozen <laughs> in time, those bones would not have been that. You would have to physically set them up that way. Yeah, and I know yeah. I'm starting to nitpick, but this movie is rife with nitpicky stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know why not have a demon that that freezes people in place somehow, or throws yeah. up on them and they freeze in spot? You know, just you, you could work the story around that if you go to some of these crazy places, but don't present us with these questions and visuals without any kind of payoff. Now I'm a I'm I'm astronomy buff is not the right word. I took astronomy in in. In college, I've I've made my argument several times about the whole Star Wars using the phrase parsec incorrectly, and <laughs> and so the movie. I don't know why it bothered me, but I rolled my eyes out loud in this movie when they go through the arc, and one of the guys says, "Where the f are we?" and the other guy says, "About a, about eleven about a thousand light years away from breakfast." I'm like, "No, you're like." A thousand miles from Earth. Yeah, uh, but I more can see south. that. He is, he's being, he's... I know, it's just, for some reason, that line bothered me. I don't know why. It's like, no, you're not... Yeah, that here. one caught me, too. I mean, it, even if it's a figure of speech, you're it, not... If he would have said, we're, we're a million miles away from breakfast, that's, that's actually pretty accurate. They're about a hundred and something million miles away. Okay, fine. But... <laughs> I don't know. It just bothered me. It's like you're not light years away. You know how far a light year is? It's really far. Like, really far. So anyway, I know I'm I'm nitpicking a dumb movie, but that that and there was a bunch of other stuff in the movie that it introduced. There was no payoff. Oh shoot! You know what I was gonna do? I was gonna pay tribute to this movie by doing this podcast in the dark. in the dark. Oh, very cool. Because it 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 was a very dark movie. It was dark. Like I was having a hard time seeing where things were. Yeah, not just tonally, but like, yeah, there was a lot of dark. Well, again, you have to think, 2005 CGI yeah. wasn't great. 
You know, there's 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 some movies of the time where you can go, oh, that's not bad. Um, this isn't good though. Um, this CGI, and so you hide bad CGI with dark lack of light. Um, well, and if you're going to be a horror movie, of course, you know, make it dark. Yeah. But did it bo- did it bother anybody else how unprofessional these Marines were? Yeah. Yeah, it did. Right. Just, I mean, you've got your rookie. Of course, this is his first, but he's been trained. They're not going to send him without being trained. And especially crazy guy, the way he was acting and how quickly he became uns- insubordinate. Well, the other it's, thing that kind of annoys me about these, these Marines, right? So they're, they're, they're a military entity, right? Just a handful of guys. So in, in, the, in the, yeah. the future, we send small teams, Instead of large teams, we send you know a group of eight or nine or whatever. Yeah, we do that. It's still Team Six. Um, and well, I mean, even when we went after Osama bin Laden, it was still like twenty guys. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so they send this this small team, like crazy gross dude. He looks like he's forty. Yeah. Like, is he still in the Marines? Like, if you're at that age, you are. Either like a master sergeant who was in charge, or you're an officer, you've gone career. There are very few enlisted men. I'm saying it doesn't happen, but there are very few that are that age. He just seemed really old, mm-hmm. and and I'm good with the rest of the guys. Even oh, of course the 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 other thing that kind of annoyed me was the preacher religious dude goat yeah. who. I, insinuated in the movie that he had done time. And it's like, wait, I didn't think the Marines allowed ex-convicts. Is that a thing? I, no, I, I just... In Trump's America. I'm sorry, that was an inside thought. Um, so that was that, <laughs> those, some of those things kind of annoyed me. You're not wrong, Sam. The, the Marines, they, as Marines, they kind of sucked. Yeah. Even with, you know, you never leave your, your partner, you know, you, it's just there were all these tactical things that they were doing, and it's not like these monsters were unstoppable. You know, you, you put could, enough lead in them, and, and they're being stopped. Well, it all depends on what needed to happen in the movie, of course. Yeah. You know, there were some times when they were super creatures, and there was other times where they just kind of fell apart. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, yeah, a couple. Yeah, usually it was a couple shots, and they were good, especially in the the first person shooter moment. It was a couple shots, and they were down, but. Yeah. Um, the other thing that annoyed me was that had no resolution was the kid taking the speed, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's yeah. like, hey, can I have some? And then the crazy guy was like, yeah, here you go. It'll help take the edge off. And then Carl Urban calls him out on it later, but there was no payoff there. There was no, no. what was the point? If, if, like, if that would have come back later as, as having mattered, okay, all yeah. right, fine. But it didn't. It was just. Yeah, you know, you would think later it would, you know, he misses, you know, he's high, so he doesn't see the the creature, or or makes he, a mistake because he's high or something. Yeah, yeah, the mistake kills one of his his people, and he feels really bad. Then he has a sort of a redemption. I mean, there's all these little tropes that usually happen. Yeah, with that kind of thing, but don't bring it up if it's not going to be relevant. Yeah. And then there was other stuff. They again, other things they just kept introducing. I mean, I don't know if hopping man is the right word. Um, for the for like all these little plots 
Like like that pills was a hopping man. They introduce it and then it doesn't have there's nothing happened, just disappears. Yeah. The other one was the guy that goes and poops, he records this transmission that he's gonna send back up. Like he needs backup. And so I thought that was like, oh, that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna send this transmission, <laughs> the Marines on Earth are gonna get it, they're gonna send another team, and then you know, Carl Urban is gonna have to fight a new batch of zombies because they're gonna get bitten the moment they come through the arc. And then they're all going to be tactical with weapons. And that's going to make it difficult. But again, there's that's no... Escalation. Yeah, yeah, escalation. But there's no payoff with that either. Nothing happens with that. Yeah, <laughs> I kept waiting to see, like, the the monsters get to Earth that way. And, like, taking the story even further. Well, and they and they do get to Earth. I mean, but they keep well, everything contained. I mean, like, but Get to Earth and start invading and... Everybody has to go after them. Yeah, that was what I. That's what I saw happening, but it never happened. Yeah, and maybe it, maybe that's it, though, Andrew. Maybe it's there was no real escalation, in terms of, I never felt like. I don't know. There was stakes in this. Yeah, Even right. with the sister and the brother. You know, I, I never felt like, oh, okay, well, they're in danger. Oh well. Which I hated that, by the way. Why don't why make her the sister? Make let her be. The chick he gets to have at the end. You know what I'm saying? I, I felt bad for Carl Urban. It's like, there's this hot chick you're kind of, you're carrying out in your arms. This would be a great moment for her to like, like start snuggling up against you. I don't know. I just, I kind of felt bad. Um, <laughs> um, but I did. I, so Andrew, I talked to Sam earlier today off, uh, off show, obviously. And I said, you think about this though. This is kind of cool. So Carl Urban is basically Captain America now. I mean, he's super strong, super smart, super fast. Uh-huh. He's He could now go out and be like a legit superhero if he wanted to. He's like, <laughs> he goes back to the Marines, right? He's going to go back to his, his commanding or his new commanding officer and be like, hey, Sarge went crazy and killed the kid. Oh, and by the way, he turned into a murderous zombie and I had to kill him um, with a grenade. And But I'm now the fastest, strongest human on the planet. So... There's let, that. Let, there's that. So give me a give me a shield and let's do some Captain America stuff. You know, just <laughs> I, I kind of want to see those movies. And then Sam said, "Yeah, and they made that movie. It's called Dread." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> <laughs> I would love to think of Dread as a sequel to this, like the zombies. It was in the future, though, wasn't it? Yeah, Dread? it was farther in the future. Like the zombies actually do make it to Earth, and that's why they have to like wall up in these giant mega cities, is because. Those zombies own the rest of the country. Oh, I like that idea. Yeah. And then he just becomes dread. So <laughs> I like it. I like this thing. Um, I'm going to start posting on, on the internet that dread is just a sequel to Doom. <laughs> kind of makes this movie a little more enjoyable. A little bit. It kind of does. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm, so I'm looking at my notes. I didn't. I actually didn't capture a lot of notes because I kept just getting frustrated and rolling my eyes at the movie that I just didn't write stuff down because I was like, "Am I gonna nitpick?" I mean, whatever. It just well, and I gotta say, it it's mon- this movie is mon- kind of monotonous. It's a good fifteen to twenty minutes longer than it should be, yeah. and it's not even a long movie. It's only an hour forty minutes. Yeah, so hour forty five. It felt longer. Yeah. And by the way, uh, okay, the doctor, again, she's 
Her and Carl Urban are the, literally the only two likable people in the movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I actually kind of liked Destroyer. Just I liked the, some, the fact that this just this big, strong dude that went toe-to-toe for a while with one of the, the zombie things. Yes, he did. And I like that. I just thought that was <laughs> I thought that was cool that he almost won the fight and then eventually would lose and you know he had to, but there's just something about that that character. Like we saw that character in um uh 13th Warrior, like the big yeah. strong guy that takes like 11 spears to bring down. Um I just I don't know I, I always liked that character in movies, just the big big strong guy. And you had he, uh, what's his name um, who dies in every movie, in uh, uh, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, and in, in the Fellowship of the Rings, where he he oh, takes yeah. out Urukai after Urukai after taking three arrows, and still is killing people before yeah. they finally they finally finish him off with a sword. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, you're right. I, I for whatever reason in movies, I just I love that character. That I'm. I do not go gently into that good night. Um, <laughs> and so I would, that's, that's a common trope though. It is a common trope, but it's not a bad yeah, trope. Not. No, I don't yeah, think so either. It's not a bad trope, but I was wanting that. And then I got that in this movie. So like when he was fighting the thing and he pinned it against the electric fence or whatever, I'm like, yeah, get some destroyer. Um, even though you were kind of a dick earlier hitting fruit with a baseball bat. Um, <laughs> so. and the guy playing video games gives him a look and then the destroyer's like come at me and he's like "Nah, okay it's not worth a fight <laughs> just, again they all kind of sucked as marines let's just be honest they did they really did and I wonder if people uh, who you know marines or any servicemen if they watch movies like this and they they roll their eyes you know well, I'm sure or, or are they like yeah, we're, t- you know, I-, I know a guy like that. Or, uh, I mean, in in fantasy, it works. But in real life, you know that that would never happen. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. No, I think Code Red would happen on that, that sleazy guy a long time ago. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, if you if you if we do have any service, uh, you know, Army, Marine, Navy, whatever, people that have that have served who, who listen to the show who say, yeah, Portman. We I I knew that guy in in basic, and he was awful. It's just yeah. Send me a tweet or something. I, I just yeah. Like let us. I, I I'm curious about that because I know they weed people like that out. Yeah, typically. You know. Um, so is it? You know, there are personalities, obviously, but um, I just wonder. Uh, okay, so. I also wrote one of the one of the notes as we're bagging on the Marines. The Marines in this movie, not the actual Marines. I don't. Yeah, bag, yeah. Please uh, make sure I don't bag on those Space Marines. Marines. The Space Force. Um, I wrote either he either a Marine didn't check to make sure that his flashlight batteries were new, or his gear sucks. Yeah. Like his flashlight goes out, and it's like, really? Did we really need the flashlight to stop working? So either. The the U.S. military gives Marines, you know, crap gear, or he forgot to check his equipment. Yeah, I just that was a dumb line. Oh, I did like this. Uh, I forgot to, I wrote this the very intro. You know how it's um it's a it's not a universal. It's uh yeah it was a Universal Pictures, and then the Earth turned to like red and That's whatever. Hard. 
<laughs> I love it when movies can incorporate the logo with the movie. And my uh, my examples oh. were Serenity and Armageddon. I love that in movies. And the core. Did they do yep. it in the core? Uh-huh. I couldn't remember. Uh, but yeah, I, I... Your favorite Waterworld, dude. Oh, yeah, Waterworld. How did I forget Waterworld? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's been too long since I've, I've seen Waterworld. Um... Which, by the way, speaking of um, movies that aren't streaming but we have to watch, uh, <laughs> uh, I got yelled at today by my friend who uh, actually physically gave us money to <laughs> to do Juno, uh, and we have not done it yet. <laughs> so um, need to do Juno. we're going to have to do Juno. We're just going to have to bite, bite the bullet. Not in October, it. though. No, um, no, 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 no! It won't be October. It's an October movie. No, we might wait until like um, I don't know if Christmas <laughs> is the right time for that kind of a movie, but maybe November yeah. or January. So we'll we'll find time. But she yeah. she yelled at me. She's like, she basically said, either you do Juno soon, or I want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was only you only gave me like four bucks, but she it was it was two years ago. It was every oh dude, Chad was still on the show when she requested it. I'm just kidding. okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that one's on you. Oh, we it's totally on me. I mean, and it's on the list. I just keep moving it down and down just because I keep forgetting about it. So yeah. Well, it's also not been streaming. I think that's part of the issue. Well, it's, yeah, and it, and it, it it never streams, and I don't know if it ever will stream. Um, but is it what, an independent? Who did it? Well, it was an independent film, but yeah. it that doesn't matter. Uh, but. It's just one of those movies, for whatever reason, it just it doesn't stream. And, she, again, she gave me some money so that we could pay to rent it. But we just mean that we all have to pay a couple bucks to rent it. So, anyway. Um, but she also did offer... It's streaming uh, if you have stars on Amazon. Mm. On Amazon. Which I don't. Mm-mm. Otherwise, we can rent it on Amazon for three bucks. Which is about how much she gave you. That's exactly what it is. There you go. She did tell me too. She said, "If you want to, I can come. I can guest host on the show." And that would be fun to have a female perspective on the show. We haven't. Well, yeah, we've never had that exactly. Which would be. I know we've joked that the the wife going to do one one of these nights as of April Fool's prank or something but yeah I actually kind of want to do a, like a, a 10 minute one with Declan one time I think that'd be fun on a, on a movie that he's he watches with me you know a bunch mm-hmm. so Pop Troll no 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 like uh, like Kung Fu Panda 3 or Cars oh. 3 or like a movie that's streaming that he's actually watched with me um, I think that'd be kind actually of you know what we could have Declan I could get Lucy yeah, Andrew, you want to get your boys involved? They wouldn't care about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> they don't get enthused about it. But they would probably also be really confused as to what I'm doing. <laughs> That's part of the fun. Because <laughs> they, I'm, I, they're always in the bed when I do this, so they've never actually seen me do this. So. Sure. Well, Ducklin's usually no is too, but he's you know, he's still participated a handful of times by having bad dreams or just coming out to see what's happening. <laughs> um anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh what uh, 
the only other thing I wrote was about an hour in the movie, The Rock becomes the bad guy. And then I wrote, he shoots the kid, question mark. And then I wrote, the first person scene was actually kind of fun. I kind of enjoyed that. Yeah. It, yeah. It I mean, didn't nice. want to see that Henry. Uh, Hardcore, Hardcore Henry? Henry? Yeah. It's on the list. It's on our list. And it's streaming. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's on the list. We're going to do it in, um, uh, it's actually the movie we're going to do right before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if nothing changes on the on the list, yeah, we'll do. Um, we're gonna do that movie. Uh, nothing says Christmas like a movie called Hardcore Henry. Uh, maybe we'll do a Christmas movie in December, like. Um, uh, Have we ever done a holiday movie? We've done a couple of Christmas yeah. type movies. What did you just send me, Andrew? Sam. I think it was a. It could have been a grammar police. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> I'm trying to think here. Um, let's see. Justice League. No, that doesn't count. Um, that was last year. Gosh, that was almost a year ago we did Justice League. That's crazy. Wow. And, and the whole universe has collapsed since then. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it still holds up. Um... Justice League. <laughs> Let's see. The Christmas before that, we did uh, the Imitation Game, U five seven one, Saving Private Ryan, and Gremlins. Those were the oh, Gremlins. Gremlins was was actually, I think, our quote unquote Christmas movie because we did a live commentary on Gremlins. That's right. Yeah. And then the year before that was The Force Awakens, Nightcrawler, uh-huh. and Wing Commander. Um. Yeah, and then our very first month of Christmases, we did uh, Dumb and Dumber, Snowpiercer, and Stardust. <laughs> Snowpiercer. Hey, Stardust. So, yeah. There we go. Anyway, so answer your question is no. <laughs> Gremlins really is the only one that even has happened during the winter. Honestly, well, except for Snowpiercer, but that's not at all a Christmas movie. Well, it's it's winter time. It's winter snow. That's about it. It's literally and, like, and I believe I hear there's singing, so there, it's a very cheerful singing. There is singing in that movie. Oh my gosh, yeah. you're right. I forgot yeah. about the. So, I mean, if you you ask anybody, you know, what are some components to Christmas movies? They're gonna say snow, and they're gonna say. Singing Christmas carols, you know. What happens if the engine stops? We all freeze and die. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> so that's exactly right. So you remember a few few months ago before I got this second computer when I was running all of the clips for the, and the music for the show off my cell phone. Um. Well, all of those clips are still on my phone. And so okay. I got the kids in the car the other day, and I'm playing some... Uh, my my wife bought The Greatest Showman, the soundtrack. And so, uh, the, so the kids are, like, obsessed with that track, soundtrack right now. But I have it on random, and I didn't put it in a playlist. It's just in my full library. So... So literally what happens is we're playing it and the song ends and I don't remember which one it was, but it was, um, I got to find it. It was one of the, uh, thing and 
the one the, the opening. Um, I can't remember the freaking song called. It's the greatest. It's called the greatest show. Man, that was hard. Why yeah. was that so hard? You can do it, Sean. I know. Jeez, I can't talk and drive at the same time. I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to find the the clip here. And <laughs> this literally the song ends, and then you hear, "We ain't found shit." <laughs> <laughs> through the loudspeakers of my car and I was like before I could before he finished the, that word I, I hit, you know, I know. It's like sorry buddy he goes oh for what and I said you weren't supposed to hear that and he goes oh why I said no reason no reason so at just all just make it worse oh, yeah 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 it just make it worse what's the matter with this thing what's all that churning and bubbling you call that a radar screen no sir we call it Mr. Coffee, care for some? Okay. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Sorry. Uh, fun in the archives, man. But since I got everything on the computer, I basically have every clip we've ever done, pretty wow. much. There's, there's about a 20 or 30 episodes that somehow got lost in, in the ether somewhere. But, yeah, I can, you can just call out a movie and I got it. It's great. Um, Dick, you're fired! That's right. That's from Robocop. So anyway, we're not going to play that game. Yeah. Um, what we are going to do is instead do, um, I'm going to look at my script, make sure that I had nothing else. Uh, literally the last thing I wrote in my notes was, what was the point of the pills? Mm-mm. So, mm-hmm. oh, so instead of a hopping man, I don't know what you would call this, but and maybe I looked at my phone and I just don't remember seeing it. But remember how there was only the only people in the movie for the majority of the movie, right? Once once they go through the doors, right? It's just the Marines and the the doctor lady until they start finding scientists, right? Mm-hmm. And so they they come back with Doctor Chalmers, who I think is Doctor Chalmers. Maybe it was one of the Marines. I can't remember. And they put him on the table, and all of a sudden there's a brunette woman in there. And I thought, where did she come from? Did they find her? I don't remember finding her. She just shows up. This other woman in a lab coat. And she's like, have, have they found Steve? No, they haven't found Steve yet. But they will. I'm sure he's fine. Like, who are you? Where did you come from? I don't remember. Like, do you, did, did I miss that? Did I look at my phone? Was I playing Clash Royale and that part happened? I, I just don't remember. <laughs> I mean, either one of you know or are you, are you all with me? With me? You just don't remember. She, yeah, she was in uh, one of the rooms that they went in um, when they were like a, doing their initial first sweep mm-hmm. through the. Uh, so they did show the movie, did show them finding her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So I, just, I missed that somehow because all of a sudden I'm like, yeah. wait, there's a woman in there. What? And she's helping with the biopsy or the doctor and stuff. So this gets my another point. My next, my another point. That's not a phrase. My next point. <laughs> about things that also didn't make sense. So Rosamund Pike, her, her character, um, uh, Dr. Grimm, she is an archaeologist, right? She says that like a half dozen times. When the rock gets in her face and, th- and threatens her pretty aggressively, and I thought it was kind of strange that the brother doesn't come to her defense. Um, and creepy. The, um, the rock really gets in her face like, what are you doing up here? And she's like, I'm just an, an archaeologist. We're just doing a dig. And then it... but. But towards the end of the movie, she knows how to synthesize DNA or something. I just, you know what I'm saying? And she's doing a, a biopsy, not a biopsy, what's it called? A, um, 
Wouldn't you? When you? When you? Not, um, a, 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 what's it called? What's it called? When someone dies, autopsy. That's the word. She's doing an well, autopsy. You know, all doctors can do all of that stuff. I mean, it's it's in the it's in the training that they do. Uh, I guess. I just I I seem like she knew more than what she should have known how to do. Well, well, whatever. Um, and I did like how the BFG was literally floating like it was a gun in the game. You would just walk down the aisle and pick up the gun. I kind of, I actually kind of like that because that that's a pretty good homage to the game, where you go into a room and there's. There it is, the BFG. Um, all right, that's it. The only tropes I wrote were uh, rookie um, character has a past he doesn't want to talk about. Um, like we, like there's no, there's no closure to the fact that his parents died up there. No. Um, like the, other than that, they did something outside. Well, they were yeah, and there was like a rock collapse or something, and. Um, I don't know. And then he, the, the, the character that follows the orders to the letter. So, uh, you ready for some clips? I got a few clips. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll leave. Here's, <laughs> that's fair. Um, here's, here's 15 seconds of Portman being really gross. Where you going, Portman? I'm going down to El Honto. I'm going to lock myself in a motel room with a bottle of tequila and three she boys. You're sick, man. What? I, Three I, I, she boys? Is is that? Is he being literal? That's gross. Uh huh. I mean, I guess I guess you have to do, do what you got to do, right? Like yeah. if 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 they're all consenting adults, I'm guessing. Yeah, but the fact that he says boys is what's kind of weird to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if he would have literally said three she males. All right, whatever. If that's what gets you off, fine. I don't care. Shira. But like the fact that he said boys literally makes it feel, make me uh, my mind because literally I've known this character for eighteen seconds, but I already hate him. Um, all I could think of was like he wants to be in the room with like fifteen year old boys. Like that's what my mind went to. But Great. well, he was. A well, I mean, he's also he's also that creepy. Yeah, that, and he says know. this like eight minutes later in the movie. Lady. We're under a level five quarantine, so I am just going to have to strip search you girls. I don't think so. <laughs> hold that thought. Yeah, hold that thought. Really? Again, they should have slapped him. I don't care if the guy's got a big-ass gun. You should slap him. Uh-huh. Um, so I was reading the trivia. Back trivia. And the trivia kind of sucks. But one of the yeah. trivia pieces says, when Samantha Grimm unlocks the first door using the electronic keypad, the key tones played are the five iconic notes from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. So I was like, ooh, I got to go back and capture that. And I went back and captured it. And I will let you, you two music men, who have probably seen that movie at least two or three times, who have probably heard that iconic piece of music Probably a, <laughs> probably a dozen times, and it probably even played it on your respective instruments. I give you the door beeps. Did you hear him? Mm, yeah, kind of. All right, here's again. Here again. The third one doesn't line up. Well, yeah, yeah. The first two are only two that work. The rest are just yeah. 
They're just, yeah. you know, one is correctly lower and then the other one's above, but it's not the same notes. Yeah, that, that's not them. That's just that's, four uh, beats. Theme and variations. Yeah, that's either that's you know some some audio engineer who liked the movie who thought it would be funny, but maybe didn't want to get into kind of copyright issues by making it. But like that, there's not a copyright issue there. Like it's it's or music. maybe not musically inclined enough to do it correctly. That's probably more likely. But then don't put it in the trivia, <laughs> you know, or. Or this is actually more likely what happens. They're just notes. They're just button beeps, right? They just just happen to sound similar. And some douchebag on on um, IMDb was like, "Hey, that sounds like because he doesn't know any better, or she doesn't know any better." So then, with that being said, I give you uh, no. Wait, where is it? Where's my clip? Oh no, where's my clip? I always keep uh. There it is. That is one big pile of shit. There you go. That's that's our shit trivia of the day. Uh, <laughs> um, here you go. Big gun. There you go. Um, this part actually kind of made me laugh. Oh, there's something behind me, isn't it? <laughs> oh, there's something behind me, isn't it? Bra. There we go. Um, and. Yeah, so why did he he turn into a different monster? That was the only alternative monster. Yeah, and and there's actually a, a there's a there's a demon in the game called the Pinky something demon and yeah. it's half wheelchair or half mechanical, half demon, and so that's why they they had that scene. And he has to fight him with a chainsaw at the end, in the in his first person thing. So um here's uh, 16 seconds of The Rock with a little bit of bad acting. Would you say we go outside and get some fresh air? Are you gonna shoot me? Yeah, I was thinking about it. What you got left? Half a clue. You? I've got one round. <laughs> well, we, let's be, we have to be fair, okay? We all love The Rock. He's not good in this movie. Uh-huh. No. He's bad. And that dialogue I captured is bad. Let's go up and get some fresh air. You know, and then Carl Urban is actually already count, you know, he's already channeling his his dread. I love you this. Say bit. we go outside and get some fresh air. Are you gonna shoot me? Yeah, I was thinking about it. There is your dread. <laughs> yeah, it. you just put the, the mask on him and it's it's already there. Yeah. But it goes it. to show how good a director the rundown director was mm-hmm. just in terms of quality of acting from the rock. Yeah. 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 And again, the rundown was before this. So, you know, he had done you know, legitimately good acting. I mean, we all like the rundown. Now mm-hmm. the rundown's easy. It's a simple movie. I mean, he only has to be one guy and you can just let the other <laughs> guy <laughs> Do any acting that he wants to. Oh yeah, Christopher Walken. They just let him be whatever he wanted oh, to be. I love it. Uh, you yeah. don't have any clips from that one, do you? Of course. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, uh, you know, I've got such things as uh, uh, tell him to dig harder. If only it were that simple. Aim is the back. 
How do you know my name? When a man of your dimensions travels all this way to visit a place like this, it arouses the curiosity. What can I do for you? It arouses the curiosity. Rowan has given us this great honor. Oh. To serve as peacekeeper. Why are you playing? That's weird. I suppose now we have a conversation where you enlighten me. Mr. Hatcher. How many more of you are out there? Enlighten me. Where are the rest of your compadres? Enlighten me. Mr. Hatcher. What I don't get is why you people so hostile. I've been good to you. I built you a town. Why are we fighting? Mr. Hatcher. What? I love it. I want to watch I that mean, movie again. I want to go watch that movie again now. Oh, oh my gosh. It's been too long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and really, the only complaint we had about that movie was at the beginning of the movie when The Rock is meeting the football players, it does like a stat card on the football players. Yeah. And yeah. then they never do it again. Yeah, yeah. That would have been so cool to do that for the rest of the movie. Is he gets like the guy was with the whips gets stat cards, yeah. you know, plus one whip, um, and then even <laughs> even Christopher Walken gets a stat card as being the boss. That would have been really cool. Yeah, it's kind of like you know when Sherlock in the, the Sherlock movies he they do the is it slow motion? I I can't remember. But yeah, it, it's he, like he, the super slow motion where he can predict the fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I love that. By the way, I yeah. like those movies. I like the guy. Oh, speaking of Guy Ritchie, the guy who directed the Sherlock Holmes movies. Um, There's a new one coming, by the way. Oh, is there? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Oh, that, means, that excites me. I like, I like those movies. I watched King Arthur and the Legend of the Sword. And is that, is that the newest one that everybody poo pooed? Yes. It is um, Sherlock Holmes 3. It's pre-production, 2020. Look at that. So, yeah, he did King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Um, Oh, I didn't know he did Man from Uncle. That's cool. I liked Man from Uncle. Um, It's uh, robbed of his birthright. Arthur comes up the hard way in the back alleys of the city, but once he pulls the sword from the stone, he is forced to acknowledge his true legacy, whether he likes it or not. I really liked it. I did. Really? Yeah, it got a 6.8 on IMDb. Meta score is 41 on Metacritic. It critics didn't really like it because it's kind of a dumb action flick, but it's it's just dripping Guy Ritchie. It's just got a lot of those really fun, quick cuts. Um, There's a scene when um, um, Arthur, who was played by Charlie, uh, what's his name, Charlie Hunman, uh, which we saw in. What was that? Did we see Charlie in that movie where he's the the thing? Um, not we did see him in Pacific Rim, but we also saw him in not the Liege. Remember you talking? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Was that yeah. was that him? Um, Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim, Lost City of Z, Papillion. Maybe that movie that was um, that wasn't him then. I think he, I don't see him on it. On it was before my time. Yeah, it was where he has to, uh, the guy has to go and retrieve the Roman thing. The I, eagle? Yeah, the eagle. Is that? Ch- I think that's Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get them kind of confused. They kind of look alike. Anyway, um, but he was in. Uh, we saw him in the Pacific Rim, where I guess you know it's cool because it's uh, analog. And <laughs> they he has this this back and forth banter with this other guy. And it's great. It really is great. It's that Guy Ritchie dialogue that I really liked. 
Um, there's some magical elements to it. The The sword is actually imbued with magical properties so that the, the, the wielder of the sword uh, gives the wielder strength and power. Um, it's, it's actually kind of a fun movie. And Jude Law is a really good bad guy. Really good bad guy. So I, I watched it on HBO. I actually kept it. And Sarah's like, why aren't you deleting this? I'm like, I kind of want to watch it again. So it might be one of those weird guilty pleasures of mine where I just, everyone hated it, but I'm like, I just kind of liked it. Kind of like Waterworld. So um, I, I, if you get a chance to watch it, I highly recommend it. I really do. And if it ever comes streaming, I will put it on the list in a heartbeat. By the way, speaking of, of directors jumping. Yeah. James Gunn directing Suicide Squad 2. Really? Yeah. Wait, who is? James, James Gunn. Gunn. Disney fired him. Oh, he was the nice. Guardians of the Galaxy director. Yeah, yeah. I am all in. Yeah, me too. Oh, maybe they'll make. A, maybe it'll be a good movie. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I haven't seen the first one, so I don't know. But like, they're I getting in the first one. I thought the first one was okay. It was. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't anything memorable either. Didn't I hear that they've already fired Jared Leto as the Joker? They're going to get a new Joker, isn't it? Joaquin I, Phoenix. I think it's two different Jokers at the same time. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. It's really weird. I, DC has is a mess when it comes to their keeping their cast. Or doing anything with the DC universe. Yeah, just keeping any kind of movies. continuity. So, anyway. Yeah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> she, can't, she can't hear you. <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, we watched it on Cinemax on HBO. You know, that's the only place where you can get. The oh, movie. that's why. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's still. A lot I of was like, yeah, I've got something to do. Yeah, no, I'll have to do it anyway. Um, did okay, I play so. other? Did I play other clips? I don't even know. Uh, yeah, shoot you. Yeah, that's it. Okay, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I already wrote. Already mentioned one of the piece of trivia about the Close Encounters thing. Dwayne Johnson was offered the lead role of John Grimm, but chose the role of Sarge because he thought it was more interesting. Um, huh. Which it kind of is, I guess. Simon I think Pegg. It fits better. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright were asked to polish the dialogue, but turned it down. Boy, that would have been way better, I think, uh-huh. had they had their hands all over this. That would have been really cool. Um, okay, uh, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. We're doing movies, top three movies, and we're doing The Rock. Because we've done this before. Because we're but. pretty sure we haven't, but Sam says we have, but my list doesn't say that we have, so we're going to do it. Yep. And because um, we, we've only done, oh, I just lost my headphones. Um, we've only done Hercules. What a jerk. And Look at him. He's horrible. Man. Oh, and then what a wonderful human being Sean is. I'm sure you guys were talking all kinds of crap because I couldn't hear. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like anything we would do. No, not at all. Oh, exactly. Not at all. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to do the Rock movies. You don't need to rooster tail any of that. Oh, do I got to go back and listen? (laughs) Now I'm going to have to go back and listen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Man. make me do more work 
Now, is he going to be mad when he, he has to rooster tail or when he realizes there's no need to rooster tail? <laughs> Which one's going to make him more upset? No, I, no, making me have to rooster tail always makes me more upset because that means I have to actually edit audio. I, if, I just, if I just have to listen for 13 seconds while I put my headphones back on, fine. <laughs> if I have to edit audio, I, I don't... I, I, <laughs> I know, cry me river up to edit audio. Didn't I go to school for that? Yes, I did. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew, your your walk movies go. All right, number three, I've got Central Intelligence. I need to see that. It looked with, funny. Uh, the Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, and the two of them have such an on-string chemistry. It's it's hilarious. Well, yeah, they were really, really good. good in Jumanji together. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Jumanji, that's my number two. Okay. Great film there. And I think much better than the first Jumanji, even though it's kind of an homage to the first one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it better. Uh, and then number one, I'm going to go with uh, Race to Witch Mountain. I still haven't seen that one. Is okay. that good? Yeah. It's huh. really good. Yeah, it's a it cute little thing. One of the... Well, I won't say it's the first one, but it was one of the earlier ones that I saw him in as an actor. And I think that's when I kind of gained a little respect for him as an actor and, and not just as a wrestler. Oh, okay. Uh, I never got to watch him wrestle, so. What? I was never a wrestling what? fan. I mean, he did a lot of movies before that one, but that's the first one that kind of... Uh, there's a spider in the bathroom. There's, there's a beetle in the bathroom. I don't know that movie. It is October. Okay. It did that so while he's not paying attention, we could talk about him again. I can hear you still. Oh. <laughs> Do I need to stop the show and go save you from the bug? Okay. All right. I'm going to pause the show real quick. Hold on. Okay, and we're back. I have saved my wife from the evil beetle. Um, yeah, oh, was it beetle? Yeah, it was just a little beetle. A little Aww, crawly poor thingy. thing. Uh, Sam. All right, uh, my list. Uh, we're doing rock movies, right? Yeah. So I've got uh, Dante's Peak at number three. <laughs> I was got, wondering if you were going to uh, go 27 the... Hours at number two and Galaxy Quest at number one. I wonder if he was going to go a different way with The Rock when, when as soon as you said, oh, we're doing rock movies, I'm like, oh, he's going to say <laughs> House of Rock. <laughs> and then he's going to say... Uh, <laughs> School of Rock. No, yeah. For real... Uh, <laughs> I had to. Uh, no, that was a good seven. one. Galaxy Quest. I'm all over that. I like it. Yeah, Rock Monster. The Rock Monster, yeah. Yep. Um, Central Intelligence, I got number three. I've got uh, You're Welcome, uh, Moana, number two. And uh, Run Down at number one. Open the eyes like in episode 22. It doesn't have any eyes, Tommy. Don't put him out to the throat. It's vulnerable spots. It's a rock. It doesn't have any vulnerable spots. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, one of the best man. Star Trek movies ever made. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> my number, my see, mine. So, um, what was your number one, Sam? I was looking for the clip. Rundown. The, oh, the rundown. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention is the Rock in the episode of Star Trek Voyager. Okay, I'll yep. give it to you, an honorable. 
Yeah, it's an honorable mention. Again, it's an episode of a TV show, but the fact that The Rock is, has a Star Trek connection, I just find super when cool. When was this? Star Trek, it was an episode of Voyager. It was um, like in the early 90s. Um, Gosh, so this was wow. wrestling days or pre-wrestling? Oh, very much wrestling days. Um, did, did was it break? trying to get the wrestling crowd to watch Star Trek? No, I think... Oh, I just hit the microphone. No, I think it was... Um, I think I broke my 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 keyboard. Um, Why would you do that? I don't know, but it's, seriously, my keyboard's not working. That's a shame. Um, it's brand new too. Uh, no, I think it was just they they literally. It's an episode where they go to a planet where they have like one of the characters gets stuck in a ring and he has to fight, and the Rock is the person that he has to fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the Rock, so like. But it's Star Trek, right? So basically, how do you, how do you make an alien? You just put some makeup around their nose and eyes, and yeah. they're an alien. And uh, so they did that. And he did the the he didn't his he has no speaking lines, and he does the big eyebrow like the the you know the that the Rock does the big eyebrow, and uh, he beats up the main character for a while, and then eventually the character is able to escape somehow. I can't remember how, but yeah, the Rock's in a Star Trek episode, which is cool. Nice. Obviously, um. Carl Urban is uh, probably our our best Star Trek connection, but what is he in? Um, all of the new reboots. <laughs> oh, you're being dumb. I was like, we've done one. We've done one of the new those movies. Um, I'm I'm really upset. My keyboard. I dropped my headset on my keyboard, and now I can't. It's not working. I just turned it off. Turn it back on. I've tried yeah. that like five times. Reset it. Yeah. Call tech support and they'll make you do the same call thing. Call tech support. Call, call, make sure, uh. Good. Make sure the power cords are plugged in. I don't think it's wireless. Dump some coffee on it. That usually works. <laughs> that sucks. Anyway, um. Oh, that it's actually really does suck because I can't post the show tonight without the keyboard. Anyway, um. <laughs> to figure something out. My number three was Get Smart. Um. Oh, yeah. Get Smart. Yeah. yeah. I just, okay. like, I just like that movie. It's not a rock movie, but he's in it, and I like the movie. Uh, number two is Jumanji. Number one is The Rundown. There you go. Nice. Uh, soundtrack grade. Uh, I forgot that this is still a thing that is in my, my script I never remember to say, but uh, I'd give it an in for Nine Inch Nails. It was a lot of that kind of stuff going on. <laughs> um, I liked it, though. But I, I liked First-person shooters. Yeah, but I liked all that stuff. And... Um, I was rocking out. I, I, I had no problem with that. Okay, here we go. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Out of 10, this is where we give our scores for 1 to 10. And we rank those scores among the other movies that we've seen. Andrew, you were scored, well, sir. With some bad CGI with some bad acting. Shoot. And just an overall bad movie. This one's going to land... At a 3.67 for me. Okay. Give me a second. I have to use my other computer because, again, my keyboard doesn't work. Um, Okay. What would you say? A 3.67? 3.67. Okay. Sam. All right. So we're second week into our October Horror Fest here. And um, this movie failed to even once give me a jump scare. So... Um, I'm going to have to say uh, a 4.2 out of 10. Okay. 
Um, I we threw this on the list for the horror films because it is a horror film, and I knew it was dumb and kind of campy and whatever. And I basically wanted a break after that Mother. last movie. Um, well, we decided to do Doom before we knew what Mother was, but we both yeah. think that the witch is actually going to be fairly substantial and heady and actually legit scary from what we read from that article. So I wanted something kind of dumb here to, to <laughs> kind of break it up a little bit. Uh, and this was that. It was dumb. You definitely, I mean, I, again, we always say you have to park your brain at the door. Um, literally, our responsibilities for the podcast is to not do that. That's why I make fun of this. And that's what we're hoping our listeners do as well. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to. If you want to watch the movie, I mean, watch the movie. I would never discourage someone. Well, actually, I would discourage somebody from watching movies. We actually have done that before. Yeah. We've, uh, this is not that. This, no. this movie is fine. If you want to watch it, watch it. I have no problem with you watching it. Um, do I ever want to watch it again? No, I'm good. Um, yeah, I'm good. So if only to watch it again as part of my marathon for Judge Dredd. Uh, <laughs> it's know, the prequel. It has the, to be. It's the prequel to Dredd. I mean, now, now I'm going to go watch Dredd, and I'm like, oh, it makes so much more sense. Now we just need to have uh, a middle movie in the middle to get how, how they got from point A to point B. Uh, it'll confuse people because... Did you guys know this, by the way, that Temple of Doom is a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark? Did you know that? I think I, I knew that in the back of my brain, but I, I don't care. Did Andrew, did you know that? Because I just found out like recently, and I feel I really dumb. I never knew that. I feel really dumb for that. It's a prequel. Like That's why he's not with Marion. Like they, and they, the only way you can even tell it's a prequel is at the beginning of the movie, it's like May of 1938. It's a year before the other movie. Well, unless you really paid attention in the first one, are you going to remember what year the first one was? I, right, but I mean, that's just... Uh, the way I... When I heard it, it was in another podcast I listened to, that's what they said. Like, yeah, it's such a subtle thing, but it kind of explains why, you know, Marion's not around and... Yeah. Like, but yeah. she's not around I in the third one wondered, either. But. I just thought maybe he was just kind of a player. Right. Well, because but then the woman, but then the Steven Spielberg's wife's not in the first one then. So, like, where did she go? So, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I just I just found this out, like, recently. And I feel kind of bad, like, dumb. Like, I, I feel like I should know that as a nerd. Anyway, my point is, is that I'm giving this movie a 3.5. Um, All right. No, I'm going to give it a 3.55. I got to make the score... There we go. Random. Yeah, I got to give more numbers to it. It was it was too even. So anyway, three point eight zero six repeating is pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's fine. So that movie uh, is parked right above, um, Buckaroo Banzai. Actually, it's right below. Oh yeah, okay, it's above. No, it's above Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo Banzai got a three point six repeating. This is a three point eight six repeating. So. Oh wow. Just above Buckaroo. There you go. That's I'd it. Watch. You said you'd rather watch Buckaroo Bonsai again? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Can I change my vote? No. I don't know <laughs> if I would rather watch Buckaroo than this. Seriously. I don't know if I, yeah. if I would or not. I think I might rather watch this again than Buckaroo Bonsai. Okay. I don't know. Next week we're doing, uh, we're doing The Witch next week. Yeah, The Witch. I'm looking forward to this. But I worry about... Looking forward to this. 
It's uh, it's a Netflix movie, I think. No, it's on Netflix. Um, I don't know who produced it. Uh, but we saw, Sam, you and I, we saw this article, or you found an article that basically yeah. said that uh, this is the best the one on Netflix. It's the, the best, best one on Netflix. Yeah, it's uh, 2015. Um, the original title is The Witch, A New England Folktale. A family in the in the 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Um, and it has people I've never heard of. So and they all speak Latin. Oh, I mean, why would they speak Latin? That doesn't make I, sense. I don't know. Oh my gosh, the lead actress shares my birthday. Did you run into her? Uh, I didn't say I met her. I said she shares oh, my birthday. Oh, oh <laughs> and she's in Split. That uh, Shyamalan thing. Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yep. Um, but nothing else I've seen. So anyway, that's fine. Uh, yeah, The Witch. Or sorry. Yeah, The Witch. Yeah. Um, so that's next week. Looking forward to it. Um, I think. I don't know. Maybe not. I might be too scared. Uh, but I'll also be recording. I'll be broadcasting from... Boca Raton, Florida next week. So on another trip. So that's fine. Awesome. Yeah, that's fine. Anyway, that's the show. Thanks for hanging out. It was a lot of fun. Good night, folks. Um, I got to get to my script here because, again, I have to. Uh, like I said, next week, that's what we're doing, The Witch. Looking forward to that. Uh, Anchor app. I haven't done anything on Anchor in weeks, and I feel bad. So maybe I'll give you another review of the legend of the sword or something i don't know um i'm bad about that I just am leave us a review on itunes google play youtube uh that really helps um others find the show so please do that listen if you if you're still listening to the show please do that um facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews uh and of course on twitter at cheap seat cast i had a fun little conversation with some people today or yesterday about whether or not this movie was any good, Doom, and um, some interesting opinions on the Twitter. So, yeah, if you listen to us and you follow us on Twitter, please feel free to interact with us because I will respond and you can laugh at me or whatever because I'm really bad at Twitter still. still I'm too old, I think, for Twitter. Anyway, uh, and send us your emails to cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> if you are so inclined to do, I mean, people do still send emails, right? Like that is still a medium at which people do things, do, do work and stuff. So anyway, um, that's it. That's our show. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. Again, we are doing 2015's Witch on the Netflix. So on behalf of Andrew, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.